Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and personal development coach, self-published author, passionate creator, and lover for all things that you can evolve to your highest potential. Here, I share my heartfelt journey amongst many of the lessons that I've learned and am still grasping along the way. Advice and insight on career, money, love, life, peace, and personal fulfillment in every area that you're seeking with. You'll find someone who grew out of her lifestyle that she thought she had to settle for. You'll discover through every episode on this show how I transformed my mindset to truly believing that I was made for more. Are you ready to feel like you're made for more? Stay tuned for every episode with the utmost support and the best lifestyle tips that can attract you to saying yes to yourself. Your story matters. Your dreams matter. Your goals matter. Your happiness matters. You matter. It's time to start turning the page and write a new chapter that awaits for you to show up and make the choice to rewrite your story today. Today, we welcome Lindsay Hansen, who is a successful business and marketing coach who quit her nine to five with an accounting, left the six figure salary to pursuing her dreams of inspiring others to do the same. She's built a strong foundational coaching business around transforming those beliefs around career with inspiring others to feel called to their passions. Not to mention, she has a thriving podcast that goes into so much more on her mission, money mindset, career expansion, and overall story of why the average nine to five doesn't have to be the only path that's meant for you. Feel free to reach out to her at Lindsay M. Hansen on Instagram. I'm so excited for you guys to hear the in-depth and insightful topics that we have in this week's session, where Lindsay thoroughly expresses her story that she was in prior to quitting her nine to five, how she knew she was made for more, and how she was able to conquer her fears in doing the damn thing. We talk all things around the fears that hold us back, the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves from taking risks or making intuitive decisions. We dive so deep into the key lessons, mindset shifts around money, career, manifestation, and so much more that genuinely led us to the empowering coaches that we are today. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you, Lindsay, for hopping on to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to dive into some of your background, how you started, and your story in general, because as previously mentioned, you inspire me and have inspired me to create my own dream life. So tell me about you. Yeah. So I, we were just talking about how I grew up in Rhode Island before we started recording. Um, I grew up in Rhode Island, small little town. Um, I, after graduating high school, I, I knew that college was the next step, but I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I chose accounting, graduating and starting my career at a big public accounting firm in Boston um, back in 2017. Like what inspired you to do accounting? (laughs) Good question. So I remember taking one of those like career tests in high school of like, what should you do with your life? Um, And every test I took always came up with like accountant. I don't really know why, probably because I'm good at math and like logical thinking. Like I did like that part of accounting. I really didn't feel like there was anything that I was passionate about at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really know what I wanted to do. 
every adult that I knew, you know, my parents were just reinforcing like accounting is a great career path. You're going to have stability. You're always going to have a job and just kept going down that path for, you know, five years until I had graduated. So it wasn't something that I ever looked at and was like, I think I would enjoy this. It was more like, this is kind of the only thing that seems to be a logical option for me because I didn't really know what I would do instead. So you kind of just went with it, with the belief that this would be something that I could potentially be passionate about, right? Passion was not something that was on my mind because I was so in the mindset of like, your career isn't something that you're necessarily supposed to be passionate about. It was just like, this is what you do to make a living, right? Like a adulthood is just going to work and probably not loving it, but making money and paying the bills, whatever. Like that's really all I saw my whole life. I mean, my mom every day would come home from her job and complain about her entire work day. And so it was just like, I saw work, I saw your career, not as necessarily something that you're passionate about, but just, you know, what does it make sense for you to do based on your skill set? Where was that shift for you where you were like, okay, this isn't really what I thought it was. And especially growing up in that, you know, societal standard where we just have to go to work and make a living, right? Like just going to work, being miserable, and then we can have our free time and our vacation on the side. Especially when people are working over 40 hours a week that mask can get really exhausting. I was working a lot of hours. Anyone who, you know, works in public accounting knows that busy seasons are crazy. And so that definitely, I think, amplified it for me because it was like I was spending so much, like the majority of my time with that mask on, right? And I wasn't really getting any time to myself or like with my family or doing things that did bring me passion. And I think it really just burns you out very quickly when that's what you're doing every single day of your life. And it's so, it is draining. It's lit- it's physically exhausting. I remember being tired all the time. Mm. <laughs> and yes, part of it was because I was working long hours. But I think m- more than that, it was just that I was doing work that was draining to me instead of energizing me, instead of, you know, filling my cup up. It was, it was emptying it. It was draining me every day. I believe that when you're doing the work that you're meant to be doing, it it energizes you. And now that's how I feel with the work that I do the vast majority of the time, you know? And so it really is, it's like you're, I don't want to say you're pretending to be someone you're not, but you're, you're not doing what you're here to do. And so of course it's going to feel out of alignment and feel like you're just draining all of your energy every day. I used to, I used to work in the banking industry for the past like three to four years. And Mm -hmm. it's sad because like, I would see other women that I would work with always complaining about their lives. And it was almost like gossip to them. It was always like, this is just the most fun we get in our life is to just talk about how shitty it is. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. (laughs) I just felt so dissociated from that mindset and I was never the type to like hate my life and make fun of it um you know Mm -hmm. so I feel you in that sense where it was like you kind of knew like there had to be something more there had to be something exciting especially in like the generation that we're in 
I feel like you have like a, a certain mindset when it comes to watching people do what they love and you have that limiting belief where you're like, oh, well, that's cool, but I can't do that because I'm mm -hmm. stuck here versus yeah. how can I do that? There comes like a shift, right? I was surrounded by people who also were miserable and like just, mm -hmm. you know, commiserating together and hating our lives and complaining about busy season and whatever. My mom, as I mentioned, complaining about her job every day. <laughs> that's all I saw growing up. And like, it, it was all I had known. And then I remember, you know, I was following a lot of online coaches, specifically online fitness coaches at that time, like on social media, on Instagram, because I was like on my own fitness journey and really passionate about fitness at that time. I think that's what really opened my mind to the idea that there are people out there who actually love what they do. They have the freedom to set their own schedule. They work with clients online. I don't even think at the time I really saw it necessarily as like a career path, but I was like, oh, this way that I'm living and how everyone around me is living is not the only way. I think that was the first kind of glimpse that I got into another possibility <laughs> for my life and for my career. Was it scary for you? Like, was it scary to take that leap? Yes, it was scary. I would say at first I wasn't even considering it. I was having my like quarter life crisis moment. It was about a year into my career when I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. And I need to figure out something that I can do instead. And so I really leaned into the idea of fitness coaching and getting certified as a personal trainer because I was passionate about fitness. I had grown and learned so much on my own fitness journey. I felt like I could help other people and I felt like that would be really fulfilling for me and something that I'm passionate about. I called my sister-in-law one day while I was at work because she worked at a gym and I was telling her my, my plans and everything. And she was like, so the thing is most gyms don't let their trainers have outside clients. So you're probably not going to be able to work at a gym and also have online clients. And so it kind of threw a wrench in my plans because I was like, well, I know that I want to be an online coach at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to be restricted by somebody else's schedule. That was a big part of why I didn't want to work in a nine to five job anymore. And I'm like, working at a gym, I'm still going to be restricted by my client's schedule and like when they're coming in to train with me. Right. And that was kind of the pivotal point for me where it was like, am I going to start small and start on this logical path that feels comfortable? That's like, you know, I get my certification and I start training people in a gym. That's the traditional path, but I know I'm not going to be happy there. Or am I just going to go all in on the thing that I know I want to do, even though it feels impossible. And I have absolutely no idea how to get online coaching clients when I've never even trained anyone in person. <laughs> like that's, so impossible. It felt so impossible that I didn't even think it was an option. And so I wasn't considering it. But then after a few weeks, I was like, that's what I have to do. Like, I know it's what I want. And I just had this feeling of like, I have to lean into this. I know what I want to do. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. But I believe in myself enough that I can figure it out. And so I'm just going to take that leap. I, I kind of fit in that same realm where it's like we want to stay in the comfortable zone 
Um, I know a lot of yeah. us deal with that, but it's also like, I feel like at that point in your life too, where you, you want to start a business and you want to start living out your dreams or doing the impossible, like mm-hmm. you seem very grounded and you seem very like logical sense, not like an impulsive, spontaneous person. It didn't feel like an impulsive decision to me. It felt like the buildup of so many months of working through those fears and that voice telling me like this is not possible for you and just deciding to choose my dreams over listening to that voice in my head you know because there's different people out there that always say like well I'm not that type of person Mm -hmm. I'm not like that's that's a limiting belief right there saying well I'm not that type of person that's decisive or can make up my mind or is spontaneous or can yeah. just do it like you know what I mean um especially us practical logical thinkers we need mm-hmm. we need like structure we need to know like things are gonna yeah, work yeah we need out. a plan <laughs> yeah and I think it just goes to show as you know two people who took action is like the fact that you can just have faith and knowing that you were meant for more, like you were meant to follow your intuition and Mm -hmm. the ego is really just the one that wants to keep you believing you're not this type of person. Did you ever feel like there were different shifts in your life once you started like following this intuition of not just quitting your job, but in general, like what else changed for you that blossomed? I change in so many ways and I still am like I it just feels like it's this journey of kind of personal development and personal growth for me it started before I even quit my job and I you know one major thing that changed for me um is I left a relationship that I was in and I was living with my boyfriend at the time and so it was like every day I was going to this job that felt like it was not where I was meant to be. And then I was coming home and I was in this relationship that I felt like was not aligned. And so to have to, you know, grow and, and decide what it is that I want, those changes that felt scary, it felt scary to end that relationship and live on my own. And in a matter of less than a year, I left a relationship, left my career, started a whole new business a whole lot happened in that time for sure. Um, And I feel like ever since then, it's just been even more growth and transformation every single year. And it it really is cool to look back on where I was at that time in my life. And it kind of was the perfect storm for me to get to where I am now, right? From being in like this career and relationship that was just not serving me at all anymore. And then deciding that it was time for me to step into what I knew was right for me and kind of step into my power in that way and go after what it is that I wanted and stop listening to this idea that I'm not that type of person or that that life is not an option for me. Wow. So I love that quote you just (laughs) said about the perfect storm. You know, because it's, it's almost like you made like comfort with knowing that in the midst of it, like it all made sense on the outside. And like, what would you say, like where, where you are now? Like, has, has this been like, how long has this journey been for you? (laughs) 
um where I am now which let me also just say this because it's funny so I'm now back in Massachusetts (laughs) um I ended up moving back like a year ago I'm living in an apartment with my boyfriend now different person um and we're actually getting a house. We just got an offer accepted on a house that we're moving into next month. And it's like, I'm running my business and I have, you know, all the things that I, I wanted three and a half years ago and I'm back in Massachusetts and it's just kind of a very full, full circle moment for me. <laughs> what kept you going? Like what kept you inspired? What kept me going was that vision of what I wanted. and my drive to never have to go back to the way that I felt in my nine to five job. And just knowing that for me, I don't want to say that working for someone else is like, I would never be happy, but I really just feel like I meant to be an entrepreneur and I meant to create this life that I have created and that I'm still creating. And um, so there was always this drive, even on the days where it felt like, this isn't working. I should just give up and go back and get a job. And this (laughs) is not in the cards for me. It's just not going to work out. Like, trust me, I've had plenty of those days, whether you want to call it intuition or whatever you want to call it of like, this is what's meant for me. And so there's no way that it, it won't work out as long as I keep working towards it. Right. Like there's no option other than creating this life that I've envisioned for myself. The only way that won't happen is if I give up on it it was just constantly over and over again, choosing to not give up on that dream and, and to choose to keep going no matter what my actual reality looked like. I love that so much. Um, I'm actually, I felt everything you just said. I feel like I'm at that point now where it's like, I can't give up on myself. Like it's just not Mm -hmm. for me. You know, so many people, are entrepreneurs so many people are freelancers or have created this life and I'm like there's no reason why they would be able to do it and I can't mm. and I don't know if that's stubbornness <laughs> or whatever you want to call it but that really is what keeps me going because I'm like if I were to give up the only thing that would ever be on my mind for the rest of my life is like what if I had just tried this like what if what if I had kept going for one more month and that's when everything worked out and so it's kind of this fear of regret too a little bit for me where I'm like I just cannot give up on it because what if there's this one last thing that I didn't try and that would have been the thing that worked right and so there's just always that drive I think for me I think all of us do have that drive and we do have that ability to keep trying but a lot of us do give up you know a lot of us especially Mm -hmm. when we're not surrounded with the right support or right beliefs, you know, especially when it comes to, like, for example, like, I I resonate so much with how you said you like, you had this drive, and you had this, like, sense of more from your life. And it's Mm -hmm. hard when we're surrounded by people that want to criticize us. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is your own, right? And so, people around you could be saying crazy things and projecting their limiting beliefs onto you. But if you're solid in, you know, where you're going and what you're creating, then that kind of doesn't matter. And I knew people were going to think I was crazy. Mm. Um, But it didn't bother me because I was like, well, they don't understand this vision that I have. Like they, 
they are stuck in their own ideas of what is realistic and what's possible for them that has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. and so I was able to really like see their opinions or advice for what it is because I was so solid in my own belief of I know what I'm creating I don't know I don't know how I'm going to create it but I know what I'm creating right first person who I told that I was going to quit my job and become an online fitness coach was um one of my coworkers at my old job he thought I was kidding actually mm-hmm. um because I then brought it up that I had enrolled in my certification course like a month later and he was like oh you actually are doing that now he um has since quit his job and took a few months to just like travel the country and he sent me a message the other day of like I get it now and like I'm never gonna go back to (laughs) a job that you know is is draining me and I'm like yeah so I think deep down people understand it but on the surface they have their own beliefs and ideas But I think that really is the work is getting to a point where you are so solid in your belief about what it is that you're capable of and what it is that you're creating that even if other people are projecting their ideas onto you and saying, are you sure you want to do that? That's not really realistic. Like, what about, (laughs) what about a stable paycheck? What about health benefits? Like all the reasons that people throw at you. I think the work is really getting to a point where you are so sure and solid within yourself that their beliefs and projections and opinions don't really get into your psyche. All this stuff, it's like we seek everything outward before we look inward. And I think that's where it starts when it comes to focusing on the beliefs that you want to obtain. But yeah, you try to quit your job and start a business. But if the the mindset isn't backed up with that, um, you're not going to you're not going to get to where you want to be, right? Without that goal or that theme of what it is you want and knowing how you're going to come out at the end of it. Like you said, you knew you were going to be in this spot. Like you knew you were going to manifest this somehow. If if your mindset going into it is, I'm not sure that this is realistic for me. Like, I don't really know if this is going to work. Then you're going to see that as a sign mm-hmm. that it's not going to work and you're going to give up, right? Whereas my mindset was always, it is going to work. And so if it hasn't worked yet, that just means I there's something else for me to try. There's something else for me to explore. Maybe there's something in my marketing that I need to fix. Like the, the problem was always something outside of me, not that I am the problem, not that this is that I'm just not cut out for this, or this is just not what's meant for me. And I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur, right? The perspective that you have and the mindset that you hold as you start your business is so important. And I think it really is the key and the difference between people who succeed and people who don't. Because if you can, you can look at any successful entrepreneur right now and look backstory it, and they all had failures along the way, right? So the only difference is that they kept going until it worked. I I heard you talking about manifestation on some of your episodes. Has that helped Mm -hmm. you a lot? Like getting into spirituality at all or yes and that's been a whole journey in itself I think the way that I view you know manifestation is different than how I used to and I now have so much more awareness of like what really does work for me are you into like human design at all oh tell me about that 
it basically is it's based on like your birthday um and when you were born and where you were born and like is that astrology it's kind of like astrology but it's not it's like it's like astrology combined with a bunch of other different like um theories or whatever you want to call it i am a generator and what that basically means is i have very consistent um energy in me to create generators have like a yes or no sacral response to things so like when i am presented with some opportunity in my body i physically can feel whether that opportunity is a yes or a no i'm all about freedom like not being restricted by somebody else's schedule and i'm here to be a role model like i'm here to have my life experiences and then share them with others in an attempt to help them have that same experience right now it's kind of a combination of of that as well as i've always been really into journaling and just understanding what's going on in my mind what i've learned about myself in specifically in human design is that i'm not meant to like have a thought and then manifest it in the way that we typically think about manifestation right i'm not supposed to necessarily get an idea and then initiate on it. I kind of wait for some sort of sign in my physical reality for me to respond to because that's when I can have that sacral response of is it a yes or is it a no? I think it's interesting. Um, it, it for sure is. Um, it sounds very astrology-like. I am into yeah, astrology sure. myself and I'm sensing that you're an earth sign. I'm a Leo. I don't Leo. Oh my God. (laughs) I would have never imagined. Interesting. I mean, I think astrology is all about that same thing when it comes to knowing your, your birth chart. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely want to get into the human design because that sounds very similar to how I feel as well. Like With generators, it's like, if you're not spending your, you have a lot of energy to spend, right? And so if you're saying yes to a lot of things that are a no for you, you're spending your energy in ways that are not aligned, and then you're going to feel very drained. And I was like, well, that was my entire life (laughs) when I was in my accounting job, right? And so it's just really being conscious of, you know, saying no to things that are not in alignment with you, having really strong boundaries, And following the things that feel like a yes, and sometimes the things that feel like a yes seem crazy, right? Like quitting my job. But there was something in me that I always knew that was a yes. Like I just kept getting these signs and getting pulled towards that. And so it was, it was safe for me to follow that. And so now I'd say that's Primarily what I lean on is really tuning into my body more rather than trying to logically think of like what makes the most sense here. It's, you know, what feels like the right decision for me. I know what I'm creating. I'm holding that vision all the time and I'm just responding to opportunities that are presented to me um, in my life and following the things that feel like a yes and saying no and setting boundaries when I need to protect my energy. Oh my gosh. That last sentence, because I felt like that's majority of what people go through is like, they give so much energy to things that don't align with them, like, like their soul sucking career or a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. And they kind of just try to make this like work for them they kind of hope that eventually it it gets better right 
and or they depend on it for the security, right? And they always say yes to these things that don't align with them, that don't fulfill them. And they forget about the priority, which is you, like your time. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I can't tell you how many times I wake up every day and like the relief in my life is massive because I I wouldn't even have the energy to go outside for 10 minutes and go for a simple walk. Like I was so Mm -hmm. dreaming at that point. And it's like, I feel like sometimes people think like entrepreneurs, like we're living this like luxurious lifestyle, really just prioritizing our peace and, and, and allowing our time to be ours and not be taken away from sitting behind a desk all day. Like, (laughs) I also think it's key too, to know that maybe if you don't hate your job, but it's also important to know, like, it's not the right job for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think (laughs) coming from people who did hate their job, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I forget to remind myself that there's people that may not like have come to that point yet that they absolutely loathe it because they're so stuck in it mm-hmm. and they probably like it for the paycheck right so they don't yeah. allow themselves to hate it as much until they get to that turning point right you know mm-hmm. and for a while I felt like oh like I'm wearing the fancy outfit I have the comfortable paycheck I I get to say I'm doing this like I like yeah. I felt like I was completely comfortable and I couldn't really like imagine myself hating it but there was that feeling like every day that was like a turning point of where we would have to hit a sales quota or I was sitting behind the computer and I was just staring at the time the clock was gonna allow (laughs) me to clock out or you know it was like I had to put on this mask like we said where it was like after a while it just felt like what am I doing like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what, what is what is this for? And then, like you said, being surrounded by people that, you know, made fun of this life as if it's all we were meant for. And I think over time, that feeling just becomes stronger and stronger and stronger to mm-hmm. where you start to hate the environment that you're in, right? I wasn't focusing on the negative things day in and day out. That would be exhausting. But deep down, you know, I can be appreciative of the job. And also know it's not right for me and that I want something different. And I think that's a distinction that a lot of people get stuck on because they're like, oh, well, am I just being ungrateful for wanting to quit my job? And I'm like, well, no, if it's like, it can be a great job and still not be the right job for you. A lot of us don't give ourselves permission to hate our job because Mm -hmm. it gives us that security. It gives us that comfortability. And even a relationship too. I mean, I I know I've been in so many relationships where it was just secure and, you know, it was good enough. It doesn't have to be the right one for you, right? I think that was a huge thing for me this whole time, like transforming from the average lifestyle, the average Isabel without burning desire to go for more. And then when I finally was getting more, finally stepping out of the comfort zone and taking the risks and evolving, like I had, I questioned everything around me, like everything. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I don't, did you hit that turning point too? Or it was like, what is going on? Like, I wanted to literally, what you said, I wanted to literally just jump ship and go down to North Carolina. I kid you not. North Carolina had been speaking to me a lot this past year because I went to a coaching event down there and it was the most amazing turning point of my coaching career. Yeah. I just felt like, like I just needed to go there. I needed to quit everything and just go. I had... I think a lot of people have their midlife crisis, right? And I just feel like I had it 20 years early because I started my job and from day one, I was like, I have to do this every day for the next 40 years. Like, I just think a lot of us don't think that deeply into what we do every day of our lives. Yeah, I guess that whole year of my life was really just looking at every aspect of my life and really finally asking myself like is this what I really want like am I actually gonna like being an accountant (laughs) like is this something that I think I'm actually gonna enjoy and want to do for the next 40 years of my life so I think I finally asked myself that question and then kind of just applied that to all all areas of my life like do I really want to be living in Massachusetts anymore Mm. no like a lot of us don't really answer that question right we just think oh we're getting this job we're going into this relationship like we're doing a new life-changing decision but like everything that you decide to invest your energy into is definitely like it's it's affecting your future every day Mm -hmm. right we're constantly getting the results of your future and a lot of us don't like to think about the future I know it used to stress me out all the time especially Mm -hmm. because I knew that I didn't want to be in banking for another year. Like I knew within two weeks starting my banking career, I was like, I, I don't like this. I don't like it. I'm not doing this for another year. But then I kept investing my energy in it. And then another Mm -hmm. year went by and then another year went by and I just kept settling. Where are you going to be in 10, 20, 30 years if you continue doing what you're doing now and if it's not the life that you want then it's time to make a change you know because the things you're doing today are going to you know result in the life that you end up creating 40 years from now so Mm. when you're 60 is not the time to think about what kind of life do you want to live it's now part of that was why I quit when I did because I'm like there's not, there's not going to be any better time in my life for me to explore what else is out there. So if you're listening and that's, you know, you're 23, you don't have a family yet, you don't have a mortgage, you don't have a whole lot of financial responsibility, really. I mean, I, yes, I had to support myself, um, pay my bills, pay my rent. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, I don't have anybody else relying on me. Um, and I know that that's something that keeps a lot of people stuck. You know, once you do have a spouse, a house, a family, all these bigger expenses to cover. Mm. Um, It only makes it harder. And so if you're already thinking that this isn't the career or the lifestyle that you want, I don't think that's going to change 10 years from now. I think it's only, that feeling's only going to get stronger. And so, yeah, I mean, now is the time, no matter when you're listening to this or how old you are, like you're not getting any younger, you know? Like if you're watching this right now and you're like, oh, well, I don't have to like the job that I'm doing. Like, I just have to like my life, but it's like, Mm -hmm. that's a huge factor of your life. That's how you make money. That's how 40 hours of your week are spent. 
And Mm -hmm. it's a huge detrimental to your mental health, to your growth, to your drive, to your, to what inspires you. And I think either that could be one of two things, right? Where it's like, that's probably like an inner belief where your parents Mm -hmm. never loved what they did. They just settled. You know, I know my dad was like that, like, oh, you just have to get by and pay the bills, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, or is that genuinely what you, what you want? Do you really want a job that you're not happy with, that you're not filled with, that you're not inspired by, like that doesn't make you excited to go to work in the morning? That option is available, but I think a lot of us don't believe that it is available for us. And so we kind of settle into this idea of like, well, I don't have to love what I do. I can just work for the money and then enjoy my life outside of work. And that might work for some people, but it did not work for me. (laughs) I... I care a lot about waking up every day and doing something that I enjoy. And I just couldn't stand going to a job that I hated. It was not worth the money for me. I I mean, when I quit my job, I fully anticipated making less money. And I was perfectly fine with that because to me, my own fulfillment and happiness mattered more. And now I'm at a point where I fully believe I can make a lot of money and do something I love. But even when I didn't necessarily believe that, I was fully okay with making less money because to me, my own happiness and fulfillment mattered more than having money. Money is really energy at the end of the day, right? And I could talk about money for a whole other podcast. (laughs) I know, I know. I've been getting into money (laughs) a lot and that was something I struggled with for so long, never feeling enough and chasing mm-hmm. whole careers for the best paycheck. But yeah, um, it's definitely a huge detriment to why people stay at their jobs. We decided to quit, quit our jobs. How are we going to make money? And I mm-hmm. think it's also knowing too, that like money is all around us all the time. Right. Yeah. Like, money is always circulating. There are so many ways to make money. Yeah. Like I have come across people doing the randomest things and making really good money. And I'm like, I interviewed someone on my podcast. His name's Tyler Shure. He has an entire business where he balance, this sounds insane. He balances things on his face and like, (laughs) he can literally take, pick up anything and he will be able to balance it on his face without dropping it. And I don't know how he like randomly discovered that he had this skill as a kid and now he's turned it into a business and he does like halftime shows at sports, at sports games. What? And he literally makes like six figures doing this. I'm not kidding. We don't value money enough, right? Like we don't value it enough that it's all around us all the time. Even the change in our wallets that we yeah, just I think we like, yeah, we have this idea that it's it's outside of us and we have to go get it. We have to do something to be worthy of it, or we have to wait for somebody else to give it to us and deem us worthy of it. Right. I I think shifting your perspective to money is something that I can generate for myself. And there are infinite ways for me to do that. And so how do I want to do that? And you're going to start to see the money-making opportunities in any idea that you have. The whole stigma of working hard and making money and money has to be hard to get back, you know? Oh, yeah, you um, have to work hard to make money is a big one that a lot of us have. That's kind of where I started. I was like, okay, like, instead of saying I can't do it, like, I'm going to do it. Like, I, I, I mm-hmm. have to do it. I have to do it. Because 
you have to believe that you have a better future ahead of you. You know, mm-hmm. I got sick yeah. of waiting year after year after year. And especially like you said, in your early twenties, whereas like, I have the opportunity to totally do this full blast. Like why yeah. am I going to wait another year? Why am I going to wait another five years just so I have enough money or I have enough time or I have the means like, no, like <laughs> I'm only telling myself this because I'm scared. And I think that I'm going to somehow be less scared in March than I am right now to quit my job. I think if I have a little bit more money in the bank, I'll be less scared. But the truth is I was still going to be scared. Mm. And the day I had that realization of like, it's still going to be scary whether I quit my job now or I quit my job in March, the next morning I went in and put in my two weeks. I am just holding myself back out of this fear and telling myself that I'm going to feel more ready in three months from now, but there's not nothing in my life is going to actually be different three months from now, other than I might have a little bit more money saved up, but I already had more than enough money saved up. And it was like, I'm just giving myself excuses to keep putting this off because I'm scared. Do the scary thing, right? (laughs) Do the scary thing and let it elevate you into your next level. That is my, that is my motto. (laughs) I love it. I mean, it's always scary, but it's almost mm-hmm. exciting when you overcome that, that first, that first decision, right? That first leap. Yeah. And it then definitely it, gets easier. <laughs> I thank you so much for hopping on today's session with me today. I think we covered some amazing topics in terms of, you know, just having the gut to jump outside of your comfort zone and truly just embrace a new life for yourself that you probably are contemplating about or Mm -hmm. something that you feel called to do. You know, a lot of us, we wait and we wait and we wait. And I think instead of trusting that things will work out, like knowing that you can absolutely believe that it will work out. More than even just believing it'll work out is deciding that it'll work out for you deciding making a commitment people don't like commitments but you know what (laughs) I worked in a gym and they would always go for the non-commitment membership and I'm like this is why you don't come after another month after New Year's Eve like (laughs) exactly (laughs) do the commitment you know just just go for it you know um (laughs) all right well that wraps up for today's episode is there anything else you want to say before we end um I don't think so um if you guys want to hear more about my journey or get some more inspiration to quit your job you can find my podcast quit your job sis wherever you're listening to this one or come hang out with me on social media at Lindsay M Hansen on Instagram and on TikTok this girl changed my life I'm (laughs) literally I I told you from the get-go when we started the zoom how I found inspiration to start being open to quitting my job. And I think it's amazing what you do. And it's amazing that you, you know, took that leap and you started creating this whole community of empowering women and empowering people in general to go for their dreams, you know, and expanding outside their, their comfort zones. Well, thank you, Isabella. And thank you so much for having me on. 
In hopes that this episode gave you much needed insight for your mindset around money, manifestation, starting your own self-growth journey, maybe even your entrepreneurial path, when it comes to career, relationships, money, spirituality, etc., that is the beauty of this podcast, is to inspire you to challenge your ego that wants to stick to the familiar routines. With the three pillars of the Made For More coaching program, we discover what's not working for you right now, what beliefs are keeping you stuck, while deconstructing the unserving mindsets and rewiring the subconscious of familiarity, which is where having a one-to-one coach comes in crucial handy so you don't retrace back to familiar patterns. You'll have consistent support, reassurance, and a reminder that your dreams can be louder than your fears and self-doubts. By the end of the program, we demonstrate the distinctive changes that you'll be facing head-on with yours truly, while embracing the ability to live in a reality that was once a fantasy, once an idea, once a maybe, to a definite yes, always a yes, and sticking to a life that you never thought was possible for you. If this sounds like something that you're craving, something that you need, we can start curating from the get-go what it is that you're seeking and fall in love with the process of self-growth. Reach out to me on Instagram at Burgundy Bell or click the link below to fill out the form below to schedule a free clarity call with yours today. You deserve to wake up to a life that you get to fall in love with. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week's episode.